Welcome back into the off-season edition, is what I'm calling it, of the Mental Game Podcast. I am Brandon Seho, and today we are going to talk about suicidal thoughts, what those are like, and how to know when it is time to go get help. We'll get into that in just a second, but we are starting to record podcast episodes. I told you last week we are in Athens, Ohio. That was the hint for number one. If you want another hint for that, you can go look on my Instagram page and There's a picture in front of a stadium in Athens, Ohio. Coming up here in a couple weeks, I will be heading to Philadelphia for the second episode we are recording of the Mental Game Podcast for Season 2. That is exciting. That is another hint for you. But we'll get into all that coming up here in a few weeks when Season 2 kicks off and debuts May 2nd. Suicide is a really tough topic to talk about. For me, I've experienced suicidal thoughts for a long time, and it took me a long time to finally go out and get some help. But it is so important to go reach out for help when you need it. And that's kind of what I'm here to discuss today is when you see those warning signs before it's too late. The first time I thought about suicide, I was 14 years old. It happened again in college and then a lot throughout the last five, six, seven, eight years of my professional career, living alone, being single, traveling to different cities, working for different TV jobs, and just having a weird schedule and and being alone. And we've talked about that before, where the problem for me was just that feeling of being alone. But when you think about suicide and that thought is going through your head, It is a really, really slippery slope, and it's hard to understand. And it's even tougher when that feeling doesn't go away. And that was my case. About a year ago was the last time I thought about suicide, and that's when I had to check myself into a mental health hospital. I knew therapy wasn't enough because I couldn't even get out of bed to go to work. I I couldn't do anything. I wasn't performing professionally. I wasn't able to do anything in my personal life. And I just couldn't take living anymore. And it truly is hard to believe that's where I was just about a year ago today. There was a three-month stretch where suicidal thoughts happened almost every single day. And it defeats you. It beats you down. And you have to know when you're feeling that sad and depressed that there is an option to go get help. But you have to do it before it's too late. For me, the two things that kept me alive were my mom and the thought of her losing a child. That's something that that I could never put her through. And then I think... I was too scared to follow through with taking my own life. But I wrote a goodbye letter. I took a bunch of pills. I would get drunk all the time. I called people to say goodbye. I had to have someone come get me when I was threatening to jump off a bridge or lay down in traffic. It was that bad. And for those of you that have never gone through 
that type of depression, anxiety, mental illness, it is really, really hard to come out of that dark place. But it is possible. I'm living proof of that. I can't believe that a year ago I didn't want to be here. But that was the truth. I hated getting out of bed. I hated going to work. I cried almost every single day because I wanted to take my own life. I thought about suicide every single day for months and months until I finally wrote a goodbye letter completely sober and I took a bunch of pills and I woke up and said, I have to get help or I'm going to die. I knew that I had to save my own life and check myself in to a mental health facility or else I wouldn't be here. And thank God I did. And for anyone watching or listening that has gone through those same symptoms, I'm just voicing it to try to help you go get that help too. You know, I had a friend recently who I grew up with. We went to high school together and we didn't really keep in touch that much after high school but we had messaged back and forth over the past year a little bit. And now that I've gone through my own struggles of fighting depression and suicidal thoughts, I can notice when someone's reaching out for help. And my friend, who I haven't seen in a long time, like I said, reached out about, I want to say, six weeks ago, maybe two months ago. And asked to just meet up and grab a drink and talk. And I said, sure thing, let's do it. And then we just never nailed down a time. A few weeks ago, I went to his funeral. And that was very, very difficult for me. And uh, it's just tough to wrap your head around suicide being a real thing. But it is. And I battled those thoughts. I battled those emotions. I was fighting for my life with myself. And it's emotional to talk about and to think about. But I was able to make something good out of something that could have been really, really bad. And that's exactly why I'm doing the Mental Game Podcast. That's why I'm talking about mental health so much. And I'm trying to be as transparent as possible because I am a complete 180 from the person that was suicidal a year ago to the person that you see and hear right now. So my best advice is if you are going through some really tough times, you're going through a bad breakup, you hate your job, Emotionally, you're just stressed out all the time. And even if you have just the smallest, smallest thought of suicide or harming yourself, go get help right away. Don't do what I did and wait years and years and years until you're at your lowest point and you're at rock bottom. You don't want to be there. That's exactly why I'm voicing my story so much because I don't want anyone to be at that rock bottom that I was at a year ago. 
it's it's nothing to be shameful of. I've realized through my own struggles and and listening and reading and watching different things that a lot of people have that alone feeling or have that anxiety and depression that makes them think about suicide. Some of your favorite athletes, movie stars, musicians, they go through the same damn thing. And for some, they're able to make it out to the other side and to find a way to be happy again and love themselves. For others, they're like my buddy that I talked about where you can't take the pain anymore. And it's it's really depressing and sad. And it's hard to think about. So even if this just helps one person, that's enough for me. If you do have those feelings, whether it be just being super depressed at the start or you're where I was at writing a goodbye letter and having suicidal thoughts every single day. Go get help. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Go get help. Get healthy. Mental health is health. It's the most important health we have because without having good mental health, you can't have anything. And so I beg you to take care of yourself and each other And do the best you can to save yourself if you are in the same situation I was in a year ago. Some of the things that worked for me, obviously I checked myself into the mental health hospital, but then I did therapy once a week. I picked different coping mechanisms, whether it be driving around listening to music. That's like something I love to do when I'm I'm upset. It just kind of gets my head back in the right mindset and and away from those negative thoughts. I used to drink a lot and now I've been a month over a month sober. And so that's, that's a bad coping mechanism I used to have. I would just go get drunk to kind of wash away the problems. And now I've, I've cut that out of my life and I'm happy that I'm able to do that. But look for warning signs like that. Lean on friends and family, but don't be ashamed or afraid if you need real professional help. I promise it saved my life and it saved a lot of other people's lives. That's, uh, that's kind of all I got. I just wanted to talk about you know, what it's like to go through those suicidal thoughts and to be... Um, be that depressed and kind of give you some perspective on how you can get out of that because I, I seriously can't believe. I mean, I am a I'm the same person I've always been. But I'm a completely different person at the same time as I was 1 year ago. And that's an incredible feeling and for anyone out there struggling, I hope you can see that as a tiny bit of light to keep building to keep getting better and to keep reaching out for help and working on yourself and loving yourself because it does get better on the other side when you put in the work and you find a way to be happy again. That's that. That wraps up another episode of this off-season edition of the Mental Game 
I am calling, emailing, texting every athlete, musician, celebrity, entertainer, influencer that I know or have a connection to or find their publicist through a Google search, uh, doing everything I can to build this up into the biggest mental health podcast to help as many people as we can with life-saving conversations. I'm also brainstorming ways for the next season that comes out May 2nd to uh, get everybody involved. Um, one idea I had was you know, viewer-submitted questions, and if I can find a mental health professional that wants to team up with me and work on that, I think that'd be a great way to have another level of relatability and help, not just the special guest who's an athlete or a singer or an actress, but also be able to ask questions to a therapist or a psychologist in these episodes and some type of participation from everyone that's watched and listened and supported. Got to figure that out, but that's the goal that I have here for season two. Once again, the mental game, the next season, May 2nd, is the debut. So we will see everybody back here next week for another topic of the off season. I will think of that here in the next few days and we'll catch you right back here on the mental game next week. <laughs>